This is Kurt. And this is Tracy. And this is the MFG cast. Everybody. Wait, and this is John. Oh, hey, stop what? doing that, you jerk. We were going to introduce him, weren't we? I know. He oh. he likes to do that because I always interrupt him on his... Uh, oh! <laughs> anytime he does something, I always like to interrupt, so oh, he's getting okay. me back. Uh, hey, everybody, another episode. Today, we're actually going to be doing a fun little role play. We're going to be playing a role playing game called Reflections by Jay Isles. And if you want to get a copy of Reflections, you can actually go on itch.io... And you can go to J at UFO Press and you can find this game. What is Reflections? Reflections is a game about fragmentary investigation told through time for three players. Oh, you Joining know us today. Yeah, joining to us today. To play this game. Yeah, well. Because apparently, according to Kurt, he doesn't count. <laughs> I think he does. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I got into the whole Rude. explanation of... The RPG that I totally forgot. So rude. We have one of our good friends. We've got John Haremza from Legends of the Table. Johnny, good to see you, bud. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, everybody. I thought that this would be a little fun thing to play because um, it's been a while since we play, since I played anything three-player role-playing, and it's going to be technically for Tracy's first time on the mics doing a role-playing game. How do you feel about that? I'm so sorry. That says it all. <laughs> says it all. <laughs> Send me all the medications. <laughs> you have enough out at home here. <laughs> <laughs> um, my my guts hurt. So basically, what reflections is is you are a investigator and you are going through your life, um, going through a cold case, and cold cases are aren't usually solved. So you're just tr- going through your life trying to struggle through and see if there's anything you can come up with trying to figure out this case even though it probably won't end particularly well but with the, the what's cool about this game is that there are multiple episodes and everybody each player plays a different time in their lives so one of them will play the rookie kind of earlier in their life when they're just starting out uh, one player will be playing the veteran as they've been going through the years and they've gotten some more stuff under the belt and they still just just want to go to that cold case because something's just nagging them. And then the third player will be playing the elder where it's you're pretty much close to retirement or retired and you are you still have this on the brain. You still just can't let it go. So um, Before we decide who we're going to play, I think that... We should pick the. Pl- we should decide who the detective is. So name, gender, appearance, etc., and where the crime took place. So what do we have for ideas? 
Well, I think that so the appearance will probably change a little bit over the episodes, right? Yeah. So the the rookie is not going to be the same as the uh, the elder. Definitely. Unless they had a lot of work done. That is true. <laughs> you never know. But I doubt it. <laughs> I thought that as much as it would be, it's going to be hard for. Well, I suppose it doesn't matter. We don't have to do. I don't necessarily think we have to do voices and stuff like that, but... You can um, make it a dude. Yeah. You know, I think it would probably be easier for us to do make this person a male at this point just because no one wants to hear my female voice, I'm sure. So <laughs> we probably should just keep it at that. Uh, what I was kind of thinking, too, which I, think, I thought would be kind of cool, is like, I, we don't have to pick right now, but I thought it would be kind of cool if... If Tracy was the rookie, because she kind of has a, more of a high pitched voice or whatever, so it could be like just starting off, and you know, and they, you know, they're, you know, and you know, I suppose when you're when you're starting off as a rookie detective, I'm sure you're still pretty old, so like you're gonna have a younger voice, but I don't think it's gonna be like sixteen years old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And my voice is well, like twenties, yeah. right? And then I thought that I could be the the veteran because then, you know, I don't. Oh, because I'm the yeah, old guy. Yeah, because you're right? the old guy. Yep, John, old I have bitch. to tell you, that's exactly what he told me when we were making dinner tonight. He goes, I think John should be the the elder because he's the old, he's the oldest. <laughs> and he can use a grizzly voice, is what he told me. I said he has a grizzly voice. Oh, he has it. Well, either, well, either way, you were like, he's <laughs> something about grizzly. <laughs> but... It so that's what it, he thinks of you. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. Like, like I could play any any one. It of would characters. be funny if he played the <laughs> a rookie female. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, just kidding. Okay. I could I could do it. He well, knows. and it's kind of in a meta sense, it's kind of cool, right? Because this is Tracy's first time, you know, as a rookie RPG. Oh, there player, you go. So it kind of fits the the meta narrative that's right, as well. That's true. And you're an elder RPG player. Is that what you're saying? I'm just old. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely the eldest of playing RPGs, so that does make sense. Okay, so we decided on male. Um, how about uh, appearance? Well, so are we thinking, so crime's probably a murder, right? I mean, is that kind of the way we're leaning? Yeah, why think? not? So typical, you know, like police style, short haircut, square jaw, uh, you know, probably clean shaven. Right, and your typical like cop show kind of cop, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> kind of, I don't know. Seems like nowadays it's like, you know, Nathan Fillion is a cop now. You know, and it just for some reason he doesn't seem to me as a cop. You know, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> like not at all. I see him in Firefly. I don't see him as a cop, which is kind of interesting. But yeah, we can roll with it. So yeah, short hair, clean shaven, by the books kind of dude right especially as the rookie and then again maybe that changes as we move through the episodes a little yeah bit. that's true mm-hmm. that's true uh anybody anybody want to pick a name names are always the worst yeah they are we kept we kept calling him mr jones <laughs> didn't we, we really? downstairs? we were calling mr jones downstairs but i don't know why i don't know either oh no we don't we didn't call him mr jones we just call him jones, jones. yeah we called right. him jones that's right like, but I don't know why. Turn in your badge, Jones. Jones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You never solved this cold case. <laughs> That's right. Turn in your badge Jones. and your gun, Jones. No, I don't care. Doug Jones. There we go. Doug 
Jones. Doug Jones. All right, I'll write that down. P.I. <laughs> I'm going to take notes. <laughs> nice. That's good, because I'll probably forget this in like two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, and we have to decide where the crime took place. Oh. Well, so where we found the body? Because maybe yeah. it's not the same place, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's tough because... Did we find it at a harbor? (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Down at the docks. Down at the docks, Doug Jones. Doug Jones. (laughs) Yeah, he's always at those docks finding dead bodies. Bodies. That's right. Well, he got a call in. I watched too much Dexter or something. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Uh, Actually, that would probably be a good one because that... A lot of those kind of ones that deal with water are very hard to solve because of, you know. How long the body's been there. You know, oh, we found the body in the water. Yeah, you could, yeah. Yeah. Because that could get rid of a lot of fingerprints and, you know, possible other things that have happened to the body, you know. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we found yeah, a well, body. See you guys later. By the No. <laughs> I love it too. You like started to walk away like anybody listening to figure out that you're getting up and walk away. Well, guess I'm done, everybody. She takes her headphones Bye. off. Bye. She's like, that's a wrap, everybody. Thanks, guest Bye. services, craft services, craft. director. Craft services? Craft services, yeah. Well, that's the people that make all the food for the TV shows and stuff. Um, you don't you're, know the you're often uh, you're, I know the is that what happens normally when you yes. when you finish uh rpg yeah, sesh that's, no that's that's when i was in you know ncis <laughs> oh okay. ncis wisconsin oh, i was oh, a part okay. of that yeah that's okay jones craft services that's where i was most of the time because i was never in it um <laughs> Shit. so yeah doug jones body found in the water in the harbor uh, Make it a female victim, or is that too uh, too cliche? <laughs> Actually, let's let's do male this time. Let's right. let's 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 uh, go opposite cliche and Ooh. let's go gentleman. And you know what? Let's go let's go like burly guy, like football player, like like one of those guys that you would be like, wow, whoever. How did they get him yeah, in there? Whoever whoever office dude had to do a. Very good job of doing it. Right, so he's like six foot, two fifty, beard, muscular. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He doesn't look roided up. He looks like he's one of those guys that's like been a just does just does the gym every. Yeah. He works out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and you forgot to describe what is his name? Doug Jones. No, we already did. He's. Wait, you did no, you were you were um you were kind of recapping and you didn't describe what he looked like. Doug Jones? Again. Well okay, so we we said short haircut, clean, clean. shaven. Well square we jaw, should, or right square, square jaw. jaw. Yep. So are we thinking that he's a wiry guy or are we thinking he's a he's also got some muscle to him? I think he works out also. Oh yeah? Yeah. There you go. That's he probably works out. <laughs> What is that from? It's a song. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So then he, yeah, he's bothered by this too. So, oh, let's, let's say he knows him. Is there, he, he knows kn- him from the gym. He knows him from the gym. 
But I could talk about that when I when I try to do something That's with true. my care with my rookie stage. And it makes sense. He's he's young, right? Coming out of the academy, he's all pumped up. Uh-huh. Yep. They got to put you through all the all the training stuff. So he's yeah, uh, exactly. And plus, and plus, you're, you know, we'll say Doug is single and he's ready to mingle. No, uh, he's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, it's terrible. Um, and let's just say because he's just he's so into the job as a rookie and trying to make it that he has no other life. He's just like the gym, the job, the gym, the job. A little bit of sleep. Well, because well, especially. He Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, as a, as a uh, detective for homicide, you know, a lot of times you get those late calls and things like that, so it doesn't leave a lot of room for other other stuff. You know, yeah. if he's not at the gym or at the at the office, you know, on site, he's at the bar with the rest of the rest of the crew. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Okay, so I think we've gotten a good base for this character and this kind of scene, and I don't want to get too far into it because as I'm reading... Where the rookie is going, I don't want to get too far into it to where this doesn't match up. So, uh, well, let's see. <laughs> I did. We talked about it. Now, is this how we're set? Are we going to set with where we're going to work? Or are we going to? is somebody going to fight for a different No, that's part? fine. Yeah. I mean, I don't care. Okay, so let's do that then. Uh, Tracy will play the rookie. I'll play the veteran. And Tr- and uh, John will play the elder. Are you going to make me play the elder too? No, yeah. <laughs> it sounded like you were gonna say. And Tracy's Tracy. gonna. Tracy's gonna play all. It was parts. nice to have you on the show, John. Good night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll play all the other voices. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. Okay, <clears throat> so Tracy, you're gonna be playing the rookie. So it says awesome to keep the to keep the uh, RP going. You basically take you have a deck of cards, and then you pull two cards, and depending on what what you pick out of the two cards, you pick one of the two cards. That'll kind of set the scene here. So, Tracy, why don't you, you've got your cards are a Jack of Hearts and a Nine of Diamonds. So you get to decide which card you're going to use and then describe to us what it says that you need to be doing. I am so blind. This is so tiny. Come on, Jones. What the hell am I supposed to do? (laughs) Okay, so I'm supposed to state the date and according to the card's color below narrate my part. Okay, so obviously I have to pick a red card because I'm going to pick one of these red cards because I <laughs> you know have choice. a red card or a red card. <laughs> nice. So what are, what what does it state you need to do? I have to state the date. Do you want me to state today's date? I would read exactly what they tell you to do so everyone knows what you're doing, and then you can go So I have there. to read this and then do it? And then do it, yeah. Oh, okay. Please, okay. so everybody knows what we're talking about. So as the rookie, I'm going to play a card from my hand. I'm going to state the date, and according to the card's color below, narrate my part in the investigation as it gets started in the style of an earnestly written official report. Start with the first call out to the victim's residence and move forward from there. If the card is red, which it will be, because that's all I've got, is evidence is found. And you're the one who found it. What is it? How does it make you excited that an answer is close? Should I read the black one? Even though we don't have that? I, I, you know what? I think I think if anybody else wants to play it, then they can find out the black one. Then you will themselves. know what the black one is. Yes. 
So, totally not. So I'm going to basically read the official homicide report. Okay. All right. Because, well, basically what you're I'm doing is... kind of is... a role-playing newbie. <laughs> so you got to help me out. And I'm looking at you with my glasses yeah. like a grandma right now. So I think, you know, I think instead of, instead of like saying like, oh, this is blah, 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 blah. I think you can kind of, you can kind of role-play like what you've seen at the crime and you know, like they tell you right there. It's like the, you're feeding everybody the information. It's not written down per se, but it's like you're talking it out. It's like... Okay, I w- we went to the harbor. Yep. We found a body. This is what we found. This is why I'm excited about it. Okay. Well, do you want to? I mean, do you want to do that or have uh, Tracy be able to pull people into the scene? So, like, you know, maybe there's another officer that's there, kind of bounce stuff back and forth to actually RP it, as opposed that's to just true. sort of a yeah. John, why don't you be the other character in that? Thing? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is where he. This is where John get, gets himself in trouble because he does it with our fear itself. He'd be like, "Oh, what if this thing happens that nobody wants?" Okay, now it happened because John brought it up. So, go ahead, John. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna follow. I'm gonna follow Doug's lead. The date is October 25th, 2019. We're at the harbor. It is hot. Night at the harbor. We've recovered the body of Robert W. Williams. This guy seems very familiar to me. And I'm kind of in shock of who they've pulled from the water in the harbor because I know this guy from the gym. This is my side thought. Of course, this is not in the report. He appears to... There appears to have be marks on his neck, potentially, but that's to be determined as the investigation goes on. But he was found laying face down in the water by some boaters going by in the harbor. So, I don't know if John wants to chime in or not. <laughs> My partner... Rock Garrett. Rock Garrett. That is a badass name, Rock Garrett. Is with me. And he also has some other <laughs> um, notations that he's making in the case. So Rock Rock strolls up, walks up next to you. Anybody call the ME yet? You're the first one here. I'm the first one. Medical examiner. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't hear what you said. <laughs> Um, oh. No, I'm the first one here. That would be awesome if like, you were so so much of a rookie that you're like, what does ME mean? <laughs> Can you just spell that out for me? I, heard, I, don't know what that I heard ME, and I was like, oh, what the hell is that? No, I'm the first one on scene. All right, I'll give him a call. You collect any evidence yet? We're going to have to get him out of the water, I guess. I collected something, and I'm really excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Cool. Your first big case. Yeah. <laughs> Super cool. Um, <laughs> I'm real excited about it, guys. <laughs> do, 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 do. But I don't know what the hell it is. I haven't had a chance to even think about that. Can I give you a suggestion? I don't yes. have to. But yes, I would love for you to give me an idea. I think you find it in his back pocket. A, a no, car- I'm just kidding. A card for the gym. And on the back is a phone number. With another person's, with another gentleman's name on it. Didn't get too soggy. 
with him being in the water. Oh, that's true. Does he have a big booty? It's in his wallet, though. Yeah, right? it could be. If it's in his wallet, it might be fine, for a little bit at least. Doesn't we? We don't know how. You don't know how long it's been in the water. Did I pull his body out of the water? Or you could say it was on the dock, like it fell out of his pocket. Mm, yeah. Okay. Okay. So now you're gonna edit that part, right? No. You're not. No, of course not. Shut up. <laughs> this is, this well, is... then I suck at this because I couldn't even come up with that. Okay. One thing I did notice is this guy. Well, I'm sure you noticed also. What was it, Rock? Okay. One thing I did notice is this guy is very large and in charge, which I am familiar with this gentleman because I've worked out at the gym and have seen him there. I would say he's 6'3", 250 pounds, something like that. So, of course, his body's still laying face down in the water, so we are going to have to have somebody help us get him out there. So whoever got his body in there... Had to either have help or had to, I don't know. I haven't figured that part out yet. But the exciting evidence that I found was that as they were putting him in there, his wallet fell out of his pocket. And there is, when I looked to find out what his name was, I can't remember what I said. It was Robert W. Williams? Williams. Thank you. I don't know if it was W. Anyway, Robert Williams. Thank you, Rock. Sure, anytime. You looked at his license, didn't you, Rock? I did, yeah. You're so smart. There is a card for the gym that we both go to, and there's a phone number in the back of it. So I thought that that might be a really awesome lead for us to be able to follow up on to see if that has anything to do with why this dude is in this harbor. Dead. Uh, good work, Jones. Thank you. I'm so proud. Well, if uh, the wallet's still here, then we could probably rule out a robbery. You ever see anything weird at the gym with the guy? Anybody uh, talk to him for, uh, you know, anybody see him palling around with? No, he actually seems pretty um, popular, pretty um, social, and very um, friendly to everybody. Nothing nothing unusual there that I've ever noticed, but I guess nothing stood out to me when we've been there. He's been very cordial to me. So, yeah. And it it appears that he still has cash and, and cards and his wallet and his license and everything like that. So it's not like they were... I don't think they expected his wallet to fall out of his pocket. Or they... I don't think they knew his wallet fell out of his pocket. It's almost like it fell out as they were... Putting him in the water, and then they were quickly leaving. Well, now we got to try to determine whether or not the uh, incident took place here at the docks, or whether or not they moved the body and uh, dumped him in the water here. Right. Well, and there's potential for footprints and stuff around too. I think I would think. Uh, it's mostly gravel coming down, oh, but uh, yeah. when the other investigators get here, we can. Uh, well, let me get this taped off, and now uh, uh, the meat wang is coming. Okay. The meat wang. Sorry. Oh, that's so sad. He's an older guy. No, I know. That's so sad. Let me meet Wagen. What else am I supposed to do? I mean, I so it's up to you guys, right? So, like, we could, you know, role play a phone call. We could, you know, it says something about notifying next kin sort of thing. 
uh, victim residence or whatever. Or, you know, leave it at that. Yeah, I think I think it's funny because, you know, from from what it says here, there's not much of, you know, there isn't. where to go. But, yeah, I almost think that, you know, trying to get a little bit more of the story at the moment right now is probably a good idea to go to move forward. So I don't know if it's something where you need to get more details on maybe what the metal metal the medical examiner okay comes up with yeah sounds good so why don't, you, why don't you make a call well okay so the medical examiner oops sorry oh. <laughs> are you gonna be the medical examiner i'm sorry maybe <laughs> after i so is rock still around well no, probably so it depends not. what you want to do you right? probably left so, so i think what i'm gonna do is i'm heading back to the office and then I'll find out if um, there's any more if there's more things that the medical examiner found. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bring, bring, bring. That's a phone. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? I'm looking for um, someone who may have um reviewed a recent body that was picked up in the harbor what's your name again doug, doug jones, jones that's right. oh wait this is doug jones <laughs> yeah yeah doug i know who you are what do you need did you just change your accent okay anyway maybe i'm just wondering if you have a medical uh examination report that you can go over with me over the phone uh yeah i got lots of them what do you need which one? Oh. His name Robert W. Williams. Oh, Williams, hold on. Let me let me check my files. Williams, Williams. Okay, found him. All right. What? Well, so, what do you need to know? I'm just wondering if you what type of evidence you found. If you determined the cause of death. If you found any additional evidence in um, our case that we can. Okay. Well. I found a couple of pieces of evidence you might be you might be excited about. So, uh, a couple of things that I found is there are some lacerations around the neck that look like they've been. It's almost well not lacerations, more like scrapes around his collarbone. Okay, and they're and they all look like they're kind of they all look like they're kind of uh, almost like lines. Okay, almost like lines that go around the neck of the collarbone. Okay. And then we also found, okay. yeah. And then we also found some lodgings of metal in his collarbone too. Some lodgings of metal in there, okay. And then he also, if you didn't see it before, but it it may it may not have uh, may not have shown up yet because the body when you guys found it was still pretty fresh. Is that our victim had a nice bruise around the eye, almost to where the eye almost was about to fall out. So it must have got hit blunt force trauma to the eye quite a few times. Um, but uh, other than that, what I can say to you is probably what, how, uh, from what we saw with the body, it looks like asphyxiation is how, how the body, how the body, how, well, I don't know what I'm trying to say, how, uh, how the victim, how died. the victim died. Okay. Yeah. And we, um, we didn't see some of those pieces of evidence. Because his body was face down in the hole. Definitely. Well, plus he plus he was pretty bloated too, so it's gonna be kind of hard. It was hard to see. You know, leave it to me to find it. So, 
are you thinking he's bloated because of being placed in the water? Well, so here's the weird thing, okay? So if his if his body was found in the water and you guys found him and he wasn't that waterlogged, then how was he bloated? I'll have to do some more tests to find out. I'm not for sure. How long do those tests? Uh, probably take another 28 to four, or 24 to 48 hours. 28 to 42 hours. No. <laughs> Hours get mixed up for me too. <laughs> yeah, true. But I appreciate the help. You bet. As soon as you have some answers, can you give my office my direct line of call, please? Sure can. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the help. No problem. Okay. Hey, Rock. Wake up. No, just kidding. Hey, yeah, what's up, Jones? <laughs> so, um, good news and uncertain news regarding the victim that we found in the harbor. The medical examiner said that he had some cuts around his, or lacerations around his neck and some metal in his neck. Kind of sounds to me like maybe they had some place something around his neck. I don't know. And then he said he had several blows to his eye where his... <laughs> gross but his eyeball was almost popped out and then yeah that's what i told the medical examiner and then he also said he was very bloated and i asked more questions about that because being a rookie i didn't really know how that whole thing worked and he said that they're gonna run some more tests and he'll call me back to find out what was causing the bloating because him just sitting in the water for that period of time shouldn't cause him to be that bloated. So that's what I have so far. But we might want to get a crew together to talk a little bit more about what could cause the lacerations in the metal in his neck. Or maybe we have them pull some of the metal out of the neck and run some tests on it. What do you think about that? Uh, I'm sure the ME will probably cut that out. Uh, once they get the uh, examination finished, we could always go down and take a look. Maybe somebody tried to stab him. Maybe it's a yeah. tip of yeah, a knife blade. He made blade. it sound like there were several uh, pieces in there. So, yeah, that would be interesting. So I think that maybe when he calls me back about the bloating, then I can ask him about the evidence, the metal. That sounds good. Uh, you said you found a number on that card, too. Did no, it, uh, I haven't. I tried to give that a call I yet? I just called the medical examiner, so that was my next step. All so right. Keep me abreast of the situation. Sounds good. Thanks, Rock. Anytime. So much work to do. I'm so exhausted. <laughs> this rookie job. <laughs> I gotta call this guy or girl. There's no name on this card. I wonder who it is. Old school phones. Be-doo, be-doo. We're sorry. This this phone has been disconnected. Awesome. <laughs> Cold case. Cold cases. Hmm. I'm going to have to find... I'm going to have to do some checking through our files to see if we can check with the phone companies and... See who the summer used to belong to and kind of roll with that. So I'm going to have to talk to Denise and in our records area and see if she can do some searching for me. 
That was me walking. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was you knocking on the <laughs> that door. Was, that was me with the peg leg because I realized my hand was way over here. Nice. <laughs> hey, Denise. Yes? <laughs> Are you going to do that for <laughs> I won't make John can do you, it. <laughs> I want to hear it next time, John. Can you look up this phone number or can you do some research on this number? The phone number has been disconnected. Sure. Actually, I could probably do it right now. If you have a couple seconds. You're that fast? Oh, you bet I am. I'm the best in the business, Denise. <laughs> gee, gee golly whiz, Denise. For a serious cry, boy, we're really doing a lot of laughing. <laughs> it's been a really long week. Here's the number. All right, thank you. She's clicking on the... I'm not going to click on this keyboard. Because I'll do it. I, I'll do it. Because if I do, then I'll, I'll do it. turn off the recording. Uh, yep, looks like here, looks like uh, this gen- this gentleman, uh, Rod Sterling, he actually is one of, it looks like he is, he lives at 2222 Bertha Avenue, uh, and he, his job, he actually works at, he actually works at Pump Em Up Incorporated as a trainer. What's his name again? Rod Sterling. Rod Sterling. I did use a personal trainer when I was at the gym. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna look him up on Facebook. Do, oh. do a little trolling. A little, a little hardcore work. Facebook. Little, hey, I'm really good at Facebook trolling. I'm gonna troll him on Facebook. He doesn't exist on Facebook. Maybe he's under a different name. Well, pump him up. What? Incorporated. Incorporated. I think I'm going to take a little trip to the gym to see if Rod, is he a trainer at the gym? I think I'm going to look up the address for Pump Em Up Incorporated and go there and see. But I'm wondering if, do I go by myself? This is my first cold case. I'm going to have to ask my mentor. Well, right, now, right now it's not a cold case. It's just a regular Not case. a cold case. <laughs> this is my first. This is such a hot this case is... right now. <laughs> this is my first murder mystery. <laughs> I think I'm going to ask my mentor, Rock, what he thinks. Hey, Rock. So I have a question for you. Hey, what's going on, Jones? Um, So I called that phone number. What's that? And the number was disconnected. So I talked to Denise in phone number look up <laughs> in records. In records, thank you. I couldn't remember what I called it. And she found it affiliated with a guy and I'm wondering if it would be safer for me to go by myself to his company or if I should take someone else. Well, I could tag along if you want. Yeah, I might feel more comfortable with that. So we I don't know if you have time now that we should check out Pump It Up Incorporated for we're looking for Rod Sterling. He's a personal trainer there. Yeah, sure. Hold on. Give me one second. He just like opens up a drawer, like pushes all the paperwork into the drawer, slams the drawer closed. Says, uh, let's grab some coffee on the way and uh, let's go over and see what Rod's up to. Perfect. You know, we're going to have to head over to the house soon, too. Uh, we'll have to check out the location there, make sure that nothing's been disturbed. Oh, good good call. See, that's why you've been on the job much longer than me. 
So do you think we should do that first or should we talk to Rod first? Well, let's assume Rod's not going to go anywhere. Maybe we should check out the house. Okay. Um, let me grab his address because I don't have it with me. Uh, Denise will probably look it up real fast. Or it's on the on the driver's license. Just pull the evidence. Yep. Okay, so I have it. Let's get going. We're going to 123 Main Street because he's a really easy address. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't remember that. So we'll go there first. He's He's a single guy, I think. Based on his something, I don't know what he found out, but he appears to be single. He didn't have, he wasn't married, so cool. I'm not married either. If you know any chicks, yeah. Denise is pretty cute. <laughs> yeah, she she's pretty cute. Yep, she's pretty cute. So we're driving over to the house. Yep, driving over to the <laughs> one two three Main Street victim's house. Okay. We pull up to the house. It's a bachelor pad. Rock, I don't really think anything looks unusual so far from the outside. Do you? No, it doesn't look like anybody's gotten the mail in a couple of days. Right, but other besides that, it doesn't look like anyone like tampered with like the the windows or the doors or anything like that as we're walking around the house. No, let's uh, let's take a look around. Walk, just walk okay. the perimeter. See if anything's broken, okay. anything out of place. Like, I don't see, because we're walking, I don't see any bushes smashed down or... Roll a perception check. <laughs> <laughs> you see something in one blade of grass. But I do see a cigarette butt. And this guy wasn't a smoker. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Cold case. Okay. Anyway, so we have a warrant to go in this house. Do you need a warrant to go in a house when somebody's dead? We probably secured that. I think you still do. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's go inside. If I, I feel comfortable what we did. We didn't find anything on the outside. So I feel comfortable going in. If you're cool with going in. That is the job. That sounds gross. That sounds gross. So let's go in the back door. <laughs> Why? Not everything is sexual. This is just a. <laughs> this, this is this is just a detective well, I was story. Like, I was like, do we want to go in the front yeah. or the back? And then I was like, let's just go. Okay. So, do we have keys? Do we use some special detective mamma jamma to get the door open? Well, so it's TV logic, right? So we just walk up and open up the door, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yep, we're in. Okay. We have our flashlights out. It's the middle of the day. Maybe a bobby pin with a piece of gum on it, like MacGyver. Okay. Um, So maybe we should start perusing and look for anything that looks really suspicious inside the house. I don't know. As a rookie, that's what I would think. Well, follow your gut, kid. Okay. Let's do this. I'll take... I'll go towards the front of the house if you want to stick towards the back for now. And then... We can swap or something. All right, I'll take the kitchen. Okay. So I have to talk about, like, 
Don't hey, don't look at me. I'm not in the scene. I don't know what to do. <laughs> well, either <clears throat> either figure something out or don't find something. I wouldn't think that we would find anything unusual at this guy's house. That's my gut. And there you go. I agree. I don't think he was killed here. I don't think so either. And I don't think anybody tampered with anything at his house. I'm going to come back, meet back up with Rock. So, Rock, did you find anything unusual when you were looking through anything in the house? Nope. Looks pretty standard. Spoiled milk in the fridge. Nothing hanging on the uh, yeah. under a magnet. Nothing seems out of place. Yep. Same here. Whatever happened to this guy, it didn't happen here. That's my gut, at least. I mean, we can always circle back to this place if we need to, but I really don't think anything happened here. So I say we um, secure this place and we head on to Bertha Street or whatever Denise told us and try to find Rod Stewart or whatever. (laughs) Rod Sterling. Too, Too close to Rod Stewart. Rod Sterling and see um, if we can find some more, um, if we can find out some more information from him regarding why there was information in there. I mean, it's potential that it isn't a lead. It was just that Robert was going to use him as a personal trainer or something like that. But we have to, I feel like we have to follow this. Yep, got to follow all the evidence down. Gotta roll everything out. On to Bertha. All right, we're on to Bertha. <laughs> like, what the fuck are we supposed to do? Yeah. We're driving to Bertha. Toot toot. Traffic's not bad. We stopped for donuts. <laughs> more coffee. Oh, yeah, let's eat some. Yes, coffee for sure. What were you going to say? Were you going to provide me feedback as a shitty RPG? Um, okay. Welcome to Pump, up, Pump It Up Incorporated. How may I help you? Yeah, we're looking for Rod Sterling. Rod Sterling is no longer in our employment. Or no longer in our employ. Um, can you give me a little bit more information regarding when he stopped working here? I'm sorry, who are you? I am Detective... I'm Detective Doug Jones from the... Did we decide where we live? Mm, I don't think it's relevant, but... I mean, you could pick okay, a spot. Okay, I was just going to say from the from the Milston PD. Okay. Yeah, take that. Sounds good. <laughs> you were like, no, I don't, I don't know where to go from Rock, here. Rock flips <laughs> out the wallet, shows him the shield. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, he didn't see a damn thing. He just like, <laughs> he rubbed his eyes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, detectives. I, when I, when I see, when I have random people ask me questions, I don't know what to think. So what was your question? Um, so what do you mean random people asking questions? Well, do you have of, a lot of people coming here to ask you yeah, questions like, about Rod yeah, Sterling? Like, no, like how do, how does this machine work? And like, oh, you know, okay, I got I? it, yeah, I got exactly. it. Okay, like, just making sure. Yeah. No, um, my question was, what, did he quit? When did he leave? Did he? You're going to have to talk to John in our HR department. Is John available? Yes, let me get him. Hello. John? Detective... God dang, what's my <laughs> name? Jones. Detective Jones with the Milston PD. Oh. I have a question for you. Uh, yes, of course, officer. What can I do for you? 
I'm just wondering if you can give me additional information regarding a former employee for Pump It Up, Inc. Okay, and who is this? Rod Sterling. Um, I'm sorry, he's not in our employee anymore. Okay. Can you tell me when he stopped working here? Uh, three days ago. Three days ago. Did he leave on his own accord? Uh, no. We, he, um, he, he kind of motioned, motioned you in the corner. Um, he was fired for, how can I say this? For touching the female employees around here? So we had to let him go. I see. Rock, do you have any questions for John? Uh, did you have any problems with this guy beforehand? Uh, anything seem weird? Uh, he is he is one of these guys that thinks that he kind of runs the world and can kind of do whatever he wants. And unfortunately, here we have a zero tolerance. So, you know, I, I say female employees, he did this twice in one day, so we had to let him go. Did he... Was he a personal trainer at other gyms also? No, just here. So Pump It Up... Incorporated. Incorporated is a gym. Do you have any complaints from anybody else? Any of the customers? Any of your male, no, no, male this, workers? No, this is, the fir- this is the first time we've actually ever had an incident with anybody. Everyone... I mean, we've been here, we've been in this location for about five years now, and we've really had no incidents, no incidences except for this one. And how long was Mr. Williams working here? Uh, for about a year and a half. Do you happen to have his phone number? Because um, he's in HR if he yeah, would just I know. give I that know. up. or Look, this is part of an ongoing investigation. We're going to need a phone number and a last known address. Oh, I'm sorry, what happened? Uh, we're not at liberty to say. Thank you, Rock. I do what I can. Should should we be wary of this gentleman? Should we, you know, if he is decides to make another appearance here, should we let you know? Uh, yes, here's my card. Uh, if you do see him here, then contact us. Please, we uh, need to speak with him. And if you have that uh, number and address, it would be most appreciated. Okay, I um, I don't want a problem because we are... We are very a very family friendly place here, so yes, go ahead and take all the information here. Here's his. I uh, let me let me go grab it for you. So he goes and grabs the file, and then he's like, "Oh, here it is, right here." And he writes it down everything. He doesn't give you the file, but he writes it down and gives it to you. Thank you. We appreciate it. I can't think of anything else we want to ask you at this time, but again, like Detective, is your last name Rock? Garrett. Thank you, Detective Garrett. Um, explained that if. Um, he would happen to show his face up here or face here again. Please let us know. All right. I here's will. my card also. Oh, thank you. And we leave. And I think we have a little bit more to look into regarding whether the number that John gave us is the same number as the number that I had Denise look up. The number that I called. And... I would say that we drive back to the station and I'm going to take this information and Rock, you're going to go do things with the stuff that you had pushed in your drawer <laughs> before we left. So I'm I'm researching Rod's address, his phone number, which is not the same 
is the number that was on the back of the card that was in the victim's wallet. So it kind of seems as if that's some sort of burner phone. And so I'm going to call the number that we have for Rod that John gave us. Anna bring, 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 bring. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sick of making phone phone calls. Okay. This is Rod with Pump Em Up Incorporated. Leave me a message at the beep. Beep. (laughs) And I hung up the phone because I had no idea what the hell I was going to say. Huh. Okay. So that must be his real cell phone number, and I don't know what we're going to say with that. Um, I think it'd probably be in our best interest to probably visit the, his address to find out what he knows. And if he knew the victim, because, well, I'm also curious at whether I know who this guy is. Because I knew the victim, or I recognized the victim from working out at the gym. Like, what's the connection, is what I'm trying to figure out. So, here I go, strolling back over to Rock, my mentor. Now that he just pulled all the paperwork out of his drawers. Hey, Rock. Yeah. What's up, kid? You want to go grab some donuts? I'm always in the mood for a good donut. And some coffee? Sure. And he reaches down into the drawer and he pulls out a little flask, sticks it in his pocket. Perfect. Um, I was thinking we could um, utilize that address that uh, John from Pump It Up and Company gave us. I did call the number um, because I compared them and they were different. A good bit of detective work there. Yeah. I did get his... um, voicemail but i did not leave a message i figured it was better for us to stop in yeah well we know the number works so that's the important thing correct so i thought we could make a stop at his address hopefully that's still accurate and see if we can find out anything try to make some connections hey before we go hold on one second and he yeah you know types out the address for pump it up inc goes to their um local location because it's probably chain and uh goes to the uh, to the, the staff page and see whether or not there's a picture of rod still up on the website it seems like awfully quick that they would have like remembered to pull that down but maybe not right just so we know who we're looking for well, i guess this is a gmless thing so i say we pull it up and the guy's picture's there still <laughs> <laughs> it is nice. still there yeah <clears throat> what does he look like oh I, th- I think he's a fucking meathead, right? Like, shaved head, big, big, big guy, right? Yeah. And it Like, muscles on muscles. He's got, like, the, the thin-strapped shirt with all his fucking pecs hanging out and everything. And the whole <laughs> write-up is, like, so... You could tell that he wrote it, and it's just all about him and how much weight he could lift and, you know, I'm gonna pump you up and all that kind of dumb shit. <laughs> Sweet. All right, well, let's go find this douchebag. Yeah, he prints out the picture. Well, that way we have an idea of whether or not 
we go there and then he's like, oh, Rod's not home. Oh, hold on. Before we do that, he pulls up CODIS, throws the guy's name in there, and then see whether or not there is any outstanding information on Rod in the system. I don't know if there is or not. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, I think if this is going to be a cold case, I think I think that... I don't th- yeah, I think any priors right now would not be a good idea. Yeah, nothing comes... You know, there's a speeding ticket from like five years ago. Exactly. Yeah. And then he w- he went and he and he went and uh, tried to get it dropped. He actually went in, went into the to try to talk it out, and he ended up being denied and have to pay it anyway. Yep. I thought you were gonna say, and he he made the judge his client. <laughs> Just kidding. Yikes! I want to pump you up, judge. Okay. Well, so so meta, but before we jump back into character, I think. Probably we go to the house and then maybe he's not there. And then we end this episode, right, as a cold case yeah, sort of thing. Fine. So, like, we follow yeah. all the leads to the end and then, yeah, you know, he's not there. And then, yeah, and then we'll talk about, yeah, talk about what happened after that. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. So we're going to, are we going to see if he's there then? No, she, he just said oh, that okay. we were saying that he wasn't home. Well, I mean, we could, oh, we could okay. RP it out, right? I, I mean, I mean, that's up to you guys, right? So we could RP it and then, like, end on that. Screen wipe, like, you know, nobody's around. You would knock on the door, or maybe the door's, you know, cracked open. Hey, police. You know, we go in, nobody's around. Maybe the house is a mess. You know, it looks like he left in a rush or something like that. You know what I mean? But then, well, who knows? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he's dead. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> he's dead. Everyone is dead. That would be interesting, though. Yeah, you could. He did. Well, how about this? You you guys need to make that decision before this ends. Is he there or is he dead? I think he's... Or or just not there. I mean, that's the third option. It's just not I there. I think he's not there. Okay. Because I I want to just... I want to hit this quick, too. Do you think that the place is turned over? Is it just messy because he lives there and then he's out in a hurry? What do you think? I think it's just messy. Just messy. That's my initial instinct. Okay. Investigator. Okay. All right. All right, so we're done with him being a rookie. So, Doug Jones, not no longer rookie. Now he's been through some stuff. He's been through some cases and stuff like that, but this just keeps itching at him and stuff like that. So, um, I'm going to pl- be playing the veteran. So, it says here, play a card from your hand. According to the card's value below, say what part of the rookie's narration you're revisiting. Narrate your dive into the deeper truth of the crime in the style of a hard-boiled noir PI's narration. Okay. So for my cards, I have a king of spades and a queen of diamonds. And both of them are high as heck, so I have to, I'm stuck with this one. So I'm going to pick, just because I have to pick one, I'm going to pick the queen of diamonds. Okay? All right. If your card was higher... You find something ignored in the rookie's report. Describe your follow-up. Are you returning to the crime scene? Interviewing witnesses or suspects? Hunting through archives? Pick two and explain the connections between them. Victim, suspect, location, police. So I have to pick two out of these. So are you returning to the scene of the crime? Interviewing witnesses or suspects? Hunting through archives? Just because I feel like witnesses and suspects is going to be something that's going to be hard to find in this story. I'm going to pick the other two, I think. 
So, um, well, gosh. I mean, you can combine them, right? Maybe. So, like, maybe you return to the scene, and then there's, like, you know, some old dock hand working. Or maybe there's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the manager of the local, you know, the harbor master or something. Maybe it's, uh, you know, something like that. Then he's, you know, he's been there. Like, hey, well, you know, how long have you been working here? Like, one of those things you just kind of, like, walk up and just start talking to the guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to return to the scene. Yep. And then I am going to think back that, you know, um, I never, we never looked at for some reason in all this mess and stuff like that. We never thought to look at the cameras. Maybe there were some cameras at the Harbor because a lot of times people now have security cameras that see everything and stuff like that. So you know, maybe I am trying to, f- me as Doug Jones, I'm trying to figure out <clears throat> how, if they have that archived, if that's something they, you know, if it's something that just runs every day and then it's, it's you know, deleted from the file. Is it something back then that they, you know, cataloged everything? So I go back to the harbor and back to the dock and, uh, uh, and uh, fortunately for me, it's the same dock. It's been that way for 40 years. And, you know, I just can't believe it. And I, you know, I find this grizzled old man just kind of uh, checking up on everybody. You could tell he works there because he's like talk, chatting up everybody and kind of saying, hey, you know, how's it going today? You know, did you get anything today? You know, some people are fishing and, you know, some people are just having fun with their kids. And he's just kind of like, you know, pulls over one of the little girls and is like, hey, you want a sucker? And pulls one out of his pocket because he's got like a pocket full of suckers. He's ready for the kids and stuff like that. So. Um, Doug kind of pulls up to him and, and, uh, says, uh, flips over his badge and says, uh, detective Jones, can I talk to you for a second? Uh, yeah, sure. Detective. Uh, I didn't do anything today. (laughs) I'm sure you didn't. I am here kind of referencing an old case from, uh, when I was younger, just kind of revisiting it. And um, I was I was wondering if I could ask you a few questions, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Let's uh, let's go over to my office. All right, perfect, perfect. Uh, so go in your office and take a seat. Uh, can I get you anything to drink? Uh, a cup of coffee? I, lollipop? Oh yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know if this was like you know thirty five years ago, I would have took you up on that. But uh, if I can get, it, I would be most most appreciate if I can get coffee black. That would be great. Oh sure, sure. Give me one second. Busies himself kind of making coffee. Um, so as he's doing it. Um, so, I, I'm sorry, I never got your name. Oh, fuck. <laughs> His name is going to be Milton Gregory. All right, I like it. Uh, it, it uh, Milton, uh, Milton Gregory. Oh, Milton. Uh, Mr. Gregory, um, so, you know, how long have you been working here? At the oh, Longer than you could shake a stick at. I, I've been here for um, oh, about, about 30 years now. Oh, wow. Yeah, so this, this kind of is pertaining to what I'm, what I'm coming here to ask you. Maybe you were working that day. Um, it's, been a long, it's been a while for me, but uh, we worked this case back in the day, me and my old partner. And um, uh, back in the day, it was a bodybuilder that was found um, face down uh, near the dock here. Oh. Uh, anything like that kind of set anything off I, I i remember that day uh tied up the dock for uh for days at a time we couldn't get anybody in or out of here uh, it was really bad for business i mean 
it's bad, you know, guy. You know, you understand. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. It. Um, I've been doing this for quite a while, and seeing a dead body is still not fun. So, so you know, anything you can remember about that day? Anything unusual? You know, you talked about you know after the fact. Was you know? Were, do you think you were working that day? Do you remember that at all? Oh, I'm I'm here most days. Um, I I do remember uh, the police being here. We were we were essentially shut down for a couple of days as they were you know looking for for evidence. Uh, you know, I watch those cop shows. I know what you guys do. <laughs> so you know, a thing I was thinking about is technology has advanced so far and stuff like that. But uh, one thing we actually didn't get from you guys is we never checked your tapes. We never checked uh, your security to see if. Uh, if you guys had seen anything through your uh, through your lens or whatever, so do you guys have a system where you back that up, or is it something where, you know, is it a daily wipe? I mean, what do you guys do for security here? Uh, I mean, we we, we do have security cameras uh, all over. Um, we, we do keep the the files. Uh, I mean, everything's digital now. Um, how how far back did you say it was? Uh, it was uh, October twenty fifth. Uh, 2019 um yeah it should be you have to give me a few minutes um i'm sorry to ask but i mean do you have a a warrant is this i mean i I mean i guess it wouldn't i guess it wouldn't hurt well here let me tell you this okay you can this is gonna sound harsher than it is so it's something that you could you could give that to me right now i can actually file a report get that get that to you it can be what they call uh what's the word i'm looking for retrofitted for today or whatever or i could you know go back do all this paperwork come back a little more irritated and you know just demand what i want so if you you know if it's just something if you could just do me a favor and just you know just you know what? You don't even have to. It doesn't even have to be something that I have to take with me. We could just look at it now, take a look at it here. You could have it for yourself. If it's something that I need later, I could always get that warrant and come back, and um, we can do it that way. It's your choice. So when you when you launch into that whole thing, he just kind of like shakily puts the the coffee cup and saucer down on the table. He's like, oh, no, 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 it, it, it's it's fine. It helped us solve a crime. I. I no, it's my civic duty. We keep everybody safe, right? Yeah, I, I appreciate that. This this is a case that is one of my first, and um, oh. it's been it's it's really been nagging at me, and I'd like to like to figure this one out if you don't mind. Well, they they never caught the person that did it, huh? Unfortunately, we did not get enough get enough details to apprehend this person. Oh, that, that's awful. I, I watched that show with uh, with that man whose whose son was, was murdered. Uh was America's most it's awful. It's just awful. Wow, you must you must have seen those reruns on like Me TV or something like that, because those are old old episodes. But yes, I also remember that. Good show back in the day. Unfortunately it had to start up when that nice young fellow had that tragedy. Unfortunate tragedy. Unfortunate. So, he, he... so yeah, if you don't mind grabbing me the he, he turns the monitor over and like starts scrolling through. They have some subfolder with, you know, all the stuff. Since it's all digital now, it's all compressed and whatever. So like he's able to, in about ten or fifteen minutes, 
pull it up. You know, you give them the date and everything. Um, here, uh, th- this is the this is the the file uh, for that day. Uh, it's, it's the whole day. Do you have a narrower window? Uh, I I do have to <laughs> I have to get back to work soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. I think if I remember right, I think this was. I think this body was dropped off at night, so let's do in between the hours of say like maybe like six and ten o'clock, maybe. Okay, so he types the stuff in, forwards it over, starts letting it play, sits back in the chair, sips some coffee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, since you know, it seems like nowadays everything has like a like a thirty second window or you know fast forward. You kind of. Uh, Doug kind of pops through it and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden he pauses. Wait, there, wait. You know, yep. And he goes, rewind it just a little bit. Okay, okay. Uh, Here we go. All right. And then um, shows the footage of a someone in a some dark pants, uh, looks like sweatpants and a dark sweatshirt, dragging a body on the dock, and then just proceeds to try to like throw it off the side and um all of a sudden doug kind of goes wait a minute pause it there Ooh, yep yep and then he pauses it and he's like uh can you just hit the rewind for like a half a second and then pause it again uh um okay uh he is that yeah and then uh he uh sees from the like the the man in the sweatshirt kind of like turns his head a little bit and the light from one of the docks shines on the top of this guy's head and it has a reflection. So so basically Tam is like, oh, this gentleman was bald. This gentleman was bald. This reflection off his head. See that? You see that? Oh, 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 good, good, good catch, officer. Yeah, I, that's, that's great police work. <laughs> And he's just like, he just is like crazy excited all of a sudden. Just all the, you know, all the blood's rushing to his head. He's like, oh my God, I, I can't believe it. We, fig- we figured something out. We got a little something different now. We had a little break in the case. And you helped me out, uh, whatever your name is. <laughs> Milton, Milton Gregory. Oh, Mr. Gregory, you're going to be really popular <laughs> around the station, sir. <laughs> oh, oh well, well, thank you, thank you. Uh, um, is, uh, uh, you, do you need me to send you this file? Uh, you have to um, enhance it. Uh, is there anything that, that that you can do to to? to uh, is there anything I can do? What I will say is just sorry. I, I'll uh, wait. That's just, it's fine. <laughs> uh, I would just uh, the best the <clears throat> best thing I can tell you to do is to keep this to yourself. Do not tell anyone else about this at the moment oh, because oh, okay, okay. Remember this. This case is cold, so it's been it's been a while now. So I don't want. There's a small chance, like a really tiny, tiny chance that it still could be someone that works around here. So I don't want it to get out to anyone else. Okay. Okay. He he like does like the key that his lips kind of like throws <laughs> it over his shoulder. Nice. He sees that Milton's bald. He's like, wait, you're no. I'm just kidding. Um. <laughs> I was thinking that, <laughs> and then I was like, "It has to be somebody big because this dude was like 250 pounds." Yeah, the dude they got dropped off. They yeah. had to have been it's like only one guy. Because yeah. yeah. you didn't really talk about this guy's physique. No. Except no. for his pleasantly round bald <laughs> head. That's right. That's right. So 
So Milton, huh. just you know, just turn this off. Just keep it there. Um, what I'll probably what I'll be doing is I will actually be going through my office. I will get an actual warrant to um, get this information from you, and then we will talk again, and we will get that information, and hopefully you will be the key to solving this case. Oh, maybe I'll be on TV. Uh, hey, you never know. But remember, hush hush until now, I, or until later. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So then he um, is super stoked about this. So he decides to drive back to the station to talk to his old partner, um, Rock, who is actually the police commissioner now. And so he's just super stoked about this information. And now he has a friend who is a higher up now. So he's, you know, he just basically, he almost burst into the office. And he's just kind of like, he's kind of, you know, he he doesn't quite like swing the door open, but he just kind of marches in and he's like, Rock, I've done it. What what the hell are you talking about, Jones? (laughs) I lost the voice. Uh, No, that's perfect. (laughs) That's Rock, come on, man. I I went to the dock. Remember that? Remember our? Remember my first case? Our first case? Remember when down at the dock, that uh, the body that had been dumped out, the bodybuilder. Yeah, we never did. We never did find solve that one. Yeah. Well, the one thing we never checked. We never checked the cameras. We never checked the cameras. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> I know. I know. You were the, the crafty veteran back then. And you had all the answers, but we forgot about that one detail. So I went back to the dock. Guess what? They have it archived. No kidding. They do. And some big, big bald guy, but so the video, okay, so picture this, the video. You've got a guy dressed in uh, black sweatpants, black sweatshirt, dumping off a body. One guy. So what are you thinking? One guy dumping off this bodybuilder. What are you thinking? I'm thinking he killed him somewhere else. Threw him, came down, threw him in the water to get rid of the evidence. Exactly. So. Rod Stewart. I mean, Rod Sterling. <laughs> so, you know, so to throw one big person in, you have to be what? A tiny person. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Shut my mouth. Oh, yeah, well. I mean, you're not going to have a little person throw big dead weight into the thing. I mean, the guy'd have to be pretty big. That's true. And and so, you know, I had him slow-mo it down. We paused it. Guess what I saw? You saw a guy dumping a body in the water. I did. I did. Also, light shining from his head. Guess what that means? He was bald. You mean, he you was mean, bald. You That's mean right. onto his head? I said onto his head. You said shining from his head. Shining from his head. Yep. Like uh, a flashlight. That's right. Okay, so bald, meathead. Remember? What am I? Uh, what's that? Um, uh, what was the owner? What was the? Uh, no, we didn't see that. What are those guys we talked to over at the? What was that? The that gym that he that Sterling worked at? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Pump Em Up Incorporated, right? Rod Sterling, the the guy that was the trainer that ended up being missing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Like, he turns around, like, shuffles through some papers and shit, falls out a folder, flips through it to the picture that he printed out all those years ago. Yeah, nice. Son of a bitch, he was bald. That's right. Boy, where do we go from here? (laughs) Well, I think where we go from here is you find me that son of a bitch and lock him up. That's right. Okay, so... 
find that sweatshirt and those sweatpants. <laughs> That's right. From 30 years ago. But he could have been framed. That's true. Another could have been something. Another bald big he, gentleman. It could have been somebody else from Pump It Up Incorporated. That's true. That's true. Who wanted to try to frame the sexual predator Rod Sterling. That's true. This plot interweaves. All right, your turn, Elder. Yep. Elder Man. Uh, so at this stage in the game in this episode, uh, I will play a card from my hand. Uh, depending on how it aligns with the other cards from this episode, name the chapter of your memoirs and narrate a short excerpt. And the, since everything was red, I also have two red cards as well. So if my card matches the color or number of both cards, so all the cards are red, uh, I will remember a crucial detail. Based on the other two players seen, state with concrete certainty what one of the characters matches color or number of both cards? You remember a crucial detail. Based on the other two player scenes, state with concrete certainty what one of the characters mentioned had to do with the crime. And where they are now, if you think you'd be able to investigate it. Hmm. Okay. So one crucial detail from the other scene. So... I mean, I kind of feel like we did that in the veteran scene. We figured out, or at least we're pretty sure that it's uh, whatever that fucking guy's name is. Rod Sterling. <laughs> that's the one guy I can actually remember. Yeah. Well, and sometimes he goes by Rod Stewart, so that's okay. <laughs> That's what he's got on his, on his Facebook. That's why I couldn't find him. <laughs> right. That's why when we were trolling him, we couldn't find him. Uh, let's see. It's a fan page. Certain. Let's see. So who do we have? So we have him. We've got the the chick down in the records. I'm sure, she probably didn't do it. She's not bald. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it was the old guy, right? Because he was he was kind of like a sprightly young old guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. What about who's the f- first guy that we talked to over at uh, Pump It Up? There was John from HR. And then I don't know that we ever learned the name of the first guy. No, I never thought, I don't think I ever said the name of No, he just had a funny accent. Yep. I'm sure Doug would have written it down, though. (laughs) Yep. Yep. His name is Jeff. Do we want Jeff Stewart? We'll incorporate that rock in there. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I don't know. See, this is where it falls apart. You you forced me to do some improv shit, and I don't know. (laughs) Well, let's see. Here. How about I give you some ideas that I thought of when I made up some of the stuff at the beginning? All right. Okay. One of the things, what I was thinking of when I said the markings on his neck and the metal was that he was uh, basically being choked to death with a barbell around his neck, like somebody pushing really hard down on it. Hmm. And, you know, the only the only way I could see with... You know, you wouldn't have the metal stuck to it unless you're really just doing something to it. So I thought that the victim would have, like, rings on his fingers and that they were kind of rubbing against it as he's trying to struggle. And that's how we got the metal in his body. It's actually a little bit of the barbell and a little bit of his rings mixed in. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, I, I think that, well, I think, I feel like that pretty much pins us down to, to Mr. Sterling. 
I mean, maybe that could be the crucial detail, but yeah. Well, the thing the thing that makes this a makes this actually a really good cold case is that he went missing and no one's found him. Yeah, yeah, that's, so that's the he, problem. Yeah, I mean, with with whatever what kind of evidence we have at or that that Doug has at the moment is inconsequential because you can't find the person. Mm-hmm. You know, unless unless you you know plastered a you know this is what Doug would look like now, you know, and place plastered all over, you know, TV. I mean, I kind of feel like it ends with that, that hanging ending where we don't actually solve the crime, right? Like he has a revelation, but then it's like, Oh, well, you know, are we like, supposed to solve it? No, it's a cold case. Okay. So technically, I didn't know if we... yeah. So technically it should never be solved. So we actually it... probably did a good job leaving with the hanging. Mm-hmm. Hanging rod, potentially. Well, it says you remember a crucial detail, so, you know, it could be, you know, it could be that, uh, you know, I don't know. See, because I think better visually, which is the problem with all these projects. Yeah. But I think he's, like, old, old. He's, like, I don't want to say that because I'm, I'm already, like, 47. But he's, like, <laughs> in his 70s, right? Yeah. So the name of the chapter in a memoir would be the one that got away. And I guess, it's, I mean, it's almost like a, post scene like doing a wrap up right so like i feel like the intention of the rpg is to like your your excerpt is the end right like that's sort of oh you know back in you know you know in in october of 19 you know we it's my first you know first real case you know that sort of thing and then it just kind of like ends with you know either success or not success sort of thing Mm mm-hmm all right. Um, all right. Okay. So he's at home. He w- had a marriage that failed just because of the hours and the, you know, all the stuff. So the beginning part is accurate. He's, he's sitting on the porch. He's got his lemonade, but he has a, um, like a legal tablet. And the, you could just kind of hear him scratching across the legal tablet. And he puts it down, and then the voiceover comes in, and it says, uh, "The one, the one that got away. It was back in uh, October, if I remember correctly, in uh, '19. I was just uh, newly out of the uh, academy, and uh, it just stuck me right into the thick of it. Uh, we had gotten a call, and um, had to go down to the uh, to the harbor, and uh, we found." Um, well, there was there was a body. It was, uh, it was my first uh, first real murder case. Uh, it, was, uh, it was a mess. A uh, guy who was uh, face down in the water. Never did actually find out what happened to that one. We had a couple of leads on that. Uh, man was beaten about the head. Um, we were able to find his ID easy enough. As uh, well, I'd have fallen out right on the uh, on the dock, but. Uh, the man who we thought was the uh, potential murderer was um, Mr. Uh, Rod Sterling. Uh, we never were able to find the man. He was um, well. He was fired from his uh, position at uh, at the Pump It Up uh, Sports, I believe the name was. I have to go back and check that, I suppose. Uh, but uh, he uh, he happened to uh, he disappeared. Uh, we were never able to uh, to to find him anywhere and uh, of course case went cold now I'm, I'm pretty sure he's the man who did it but uh 
never uh, were never able to uh, confirm things as it were. I remember the uh, crack in the case uh, in the Emmy. Uh, well, you know, we went back later on and uh, realized we never um, never did pull the tapes. Never did pull the tapes from the uh, from the harbor, and uh, so the thing that that really cemented it, really kind of changed the uh, trajectory. And uh, we, of course, put out all points bulletin, but uh, man remained uh, remained a mystery. Uh, unfortunately, we never did uh, never did solve that one. Book creaks, closes it, puts it down on his lap. So I almost, I'm, I'm now I'm wondering like how his career ended up going. Like he's, you know, he ended up retiring as a cop. I'm guessing, but like I wonder if like if that was just the one that got away and everything else was, you know, he had a story career, but that one pretty much gnawed at his craw the whole time. Which is funny, gnawed at his craw is a good way to say it uh, because uh, as John was doing that old man accent, I thought he was uh, old Southern gentleman all of a sudden. Yeah, I know. Switched kind of got draw. <laughs> Awesome. I realized that I couldn't stop. That was awesome. I was I was really hoping you would ask me to try your fried chicken after a bit, but uh, it didn't quite work. But uh, no, I love it. I lo- I love the trajectory of it. You know, it's it was that was that was uh, that was really fun. It was cool to see where that all kind of went and uh, kind of. It's funny because when we were all doing our own thing, like we were all able to kind of do our own feedback and stuff like that, but you know when that first started off i never thought it would have gone to where it went towards the end so it was cool to kind of see the progression of it yeah i kind of feel like that guy got murdered by somebody else but it wasn't like in our district yeah so like he turned up somewhere dead but like there was never communication back as like maybe he was uh you know, an unknown somewhere they pulled out of a day like he eventually got his comeuppance yeah yeah but then he died like as a john doe yeah. But it was like, you know, completely like a whole nother state. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's just no communication back and forth. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Never found old Rod Sterling, which is funny because I I was thinking of Rod Sterling from the Twilight Zone and I said Sterling yeah, yeah. and said it. And I'm glad it stuck. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. So that was uh, Reflections by Jay Isles. It was a fun game. Really enjoyed it. Uh, so if you really like that. Uh, make sure to stop over on itch.io and pay a couple of shekels. It's a pay as you, pay, uh, it's a pay what you want to play this game reflections. It was a lot of fun. Thank you, John, for coming on and sludging through this, through this with us through the kill case files. No, yeah, well, thanks for having me. Uh, it's always a, uh, always a pleasure to come out and hang on the uh, MFG cast. As, as much as it uh, pains you to do all the improving that, that I make you do. It's so hard. <laughs> it is. It is. I, I, I love the role playing. And like, and I love, you know, just kind of like feeding off what you guys are doing. But then you're like, all right, go. It's your turn. I'm like, ah, shit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Now what do I say? Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're trying to pull stuff out of thin air. That's that's the tough part. So what did you think, hon? What did you think about trying your first role play live on air? I don't know. You did good. Yeah. Well, for a non-traditional game, I thought you did really well. Yeah, definitely. Like, because because you're just having to like come up with stuff. Yeah, exactly. I'm like I had no idea what to yeah. do. Well, at least you came up with something. You know, you could have just been there, like, uh, somebody tell me what to do now. You know. Well, I did at times because I'm like. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing about role playing is you can feed off other people and be like, okay, you know, oh, I'm not really quite getting what I should have here. You know, and yeah. and then you like like 
when John was kind of getting stuck at the end, I was like, well, here, here's what I thought happened actually happened when I, you know, yeah. when I talked about the body as the medical examiner, cause I was like, Oh, so then here's some information that maybe you could feed off and maybe it'll spark something else. That's the one of the things I like most about role playing is feeding off of other people for ideas. Cause then that kind of gets, gets everybody going and the juice is flowing. I'll admit it wasn't as bad as I See, thought. See, I told you. I'm not going <laughs> to say. There's no promises, though. Yeah. So again, those reflections, and uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully next time, you'll be really excited for the next one, won't you? Won't you, Tracy? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so let's do what we always do. John, tell us about how people can get a hold of you and get into the stuff that you've done. All right, well, you can find us at legendsoftabletop.com. We're on Twitter, Facebook, uh, SoundCloud. If you get the podcast on YouTube, we're all over social media. You can find us at all those places. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, we do regular regular podcast release. We're semi-regular maybe at this point. Uh, we do interviews with game designers, RPG designers, you know, a lot of Kickstarter stuff. Um, and we just stray into some other things. We have authors on as well. Uh, we do a lot of weird fiction type stuff. Uh, we release an actual play every Monday. We have three ongoing campaigns right now. We have Day Trippers, uh, written by Todd Foley, who actually runs the game for us. We have Fear Itself, run by our good friend Neil, and also Rogue Trader, who is, which is also run by Neil. Uh, we have our Legendary Brew. Uh, we have our own brand of coffee. So if you're interested in that, there's links in all of our show notes and a sponsor page on the website. Shipping is free. You use code LEGENDS10, you'll get 10% off your order. Uh, so hopefully you'll check that out and uh, definitely leave ratings and reviews, not only for us, but also for Kurt and the MFG cast, because uh, those ratings and reviews help everybody, helps makes the shows more visible and uh, just helps us get uh, more listeners like you guys. Uh, like John said, with all of their live plates that they do with uh, Fear and Day Trippers and what's the third one? I can't remember all of <laughs> Uh, Rogue Trader. And Rogue Trader. Those are all very great ones to listen to. I'm not just saying that because I'm John's friend. I'm saying it because they're all great ones, especially for itself that I'm in. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so check those all out. Just like John said, rate, review, just like we always like to say here. Actually, no, we don't say that enough anymore. <laughs> we like to say that more. Get word of mouth out. if you uh, Get that word of mouth to your friends and stuff like that and let everybody know that we're here and that we want to entertain you. So until next time, I'm Kurt. And I'm Tracy. Sorry, Tracy left, so I'm just fulfilling in the void for Tracy. And this <laughs> was the MFG Cast. Thanks for listening. Legends of Tabletop Podcast. Creating legends one die at a time.